ask for a testimonial. Ask a couple people, don't just ask one. And don't be afraid to follow up with somebody if you gave them the thing and they haven't sent you a testimonial back. See where they're getting stuck. See how you can make it easier for them. Go ahead and go the extra mile. And if you didn't send a structure in the beginning, send it over and be like, hey, I know that you are still working on your testimonial. I just wanted to send over this structure for you because I thought it might make it easier and collect some back because that's going to be so great to have in your back pocket for your initial launch. Welcome to She Leads First, a podcast for female entrepreneurs who are ready to build a brand that will become a revenue generating machine. Hey guys, I'm Emily Sincata, a brand and business strategist with years of experience in both marketing and online product development. Each week, myself and my guests are going to share our own experiences and knowledge with you so that you can figure out exactly what about your brand is going to keep people coming back for more. You'll leave this podcast equipped with the confidence to tackle those big goals that are going to scale the impact of your brand and your bank account. It's time for you to embody that CEO energy and start leading first. After all, you're building more than just a business. You are building a movement. Hey guys, welcome back to another quickie episode of She Leads First, where we know that every conversation holds the opportunity for growth. Today, I want to talk to you about how to sell an offer if you don't have testimonials for it yet, because we're all going to face this at some point on our entrepreneurial journey. You might be facing this right now, but if you think about it, anytime you bring a new product to the market, it hasn't officially been tested yet to the point where it's going to have testimonials overflowing for you to use in your marketing. And when we talk about using testimonials, these are going to go on your sales pages, in your emails. You're going to use them as case studies. You'll use it when you sell on social media. You'll use it in your content. And so testimonials are extremely helpful to have when we are selling an offer. Now, with that said, I want to make it very clear that you absolutely can sell an offer without testimonials. We want to think about our testimonials as the thing that provide proof that what you're selling works. So when we're reading a sales page or when we're reading sales copy or when we're overlooking someone's offer that sounds interesting to us, part of what's going on in our head as consumers is we're asking the question, why should I believe you that this works? Is there any proof? Has this worked for other people before? And so what testimonials do is they provide that burden of proof, so to speak. They're one way to say, hey, this absolutely does work. See what happened for, you know, Susie when she took this program. Or look at this testimonial that says X, Y, and Z about the course, the coaching, the company, whatever it may be. And so that is the role that they play, but it's not essential that you have testimonials to be able to sell. Ideally, our copy and our argument for why what's in our offer is so essential is what does the selling for us. But then the testimonials are there to help move people along to the point of decision. And so while it is helpful to have testimonials, I want to be very clear that you can still sell an offer without them. Now, with that said, I do want to dive into how you can start collecting some for yourself. And if you're not at a place where you can't go get one yet, how you can get around and still find a way to answer the question, why should I believe you? How do I know that this works in the mind of your consumers? Because it is important that we answer that question in some way, shape, or form because 
we're all going to ask it, right? When you look at a product, it's happening subconsciously, maybe even consciously. You might be saying like, okay, this sounds great, but how do I know that this really works? How do I know this isn't a scam? Testimonials or something in our marketing that provides that proof of like, okay, this really does work is essential, but it doesn't have to be in the form of a testimonial. So that's what we're going to dive into here. But first and foremost, I want to talk just a little bit more about testimonials to you because there's two main forms that you're likely going to use in your business. And I want to quickly highlight the difference between them. The gold standard for collecting testimonials would be to collect the first type, which is results-oriented testimonials. Now, admittedly, these are or can be, I should say, the trickiest to get for a new offer that you're bringing to market because it requires somebody to have time to implement the product, the coaching, whatever it may be, and be in that long enough to actually see results. And depending on what you're selling, results may not be instant. You may be selling a longer form transformation. And so depending on what you're selling, these can be a little bit trickier to gather in the beginning, but results-oriented testimonials are exactly what they sound like. They highlight, hey, I used this product and I got X, Y, and Z results. Or hey, I did this coaching and I got these results. I took this course and I got these results. Highlighting that and after result state that your ideal clients are looking for. These are, like I said, the gold standard. These are going to be so helpful on your sales pages. These are going to be so helpful in your email marketing, on your social media marketing, because you can literally point and say, hey, what I'm selling helps you do this, and here's the proof. And so ideally, we want to be looking to collect results-oriented testimonials as soon as possible with our offers. The other type that we can collect are a little bit easier to get because they don't require results to have happened yet, but they do require somebody to have had worked with you and hopefully worked with the specific product that you are trying to sell. But the second kind is testimonials about you or about the product itself. So not necessarily about the results, but the experience that someone had working with you or how working through your course was so easy and so quick and it helps them, you know, have these aha moments faster. You can almost kind of like bleed it into results without being explicit results yet. But these are things like, oh, she was so easy to work with. She went above and beyond. The course had everything I needed inside of it. It made it so easy for me to do X, Y, and Z, or it made it so easy for me to start working on this in my insert, whatever it is that you do for your people. So this is the second kind, which may be a little bit easier in the beginning to collect, which are testimonials about you and the service that you're providing or about the actual product itself, which can highlight how it's going to help the person get results in the future, but doesn't have to be that explicit just yet. So those are the two main types that you'll likely be working with inside of your business. And when you are trying to collect testimonials for the first time, this is what I need you to understand. You, in order to get testimonials, need to ask for them. Sometimes people go out of their way to leave a positive review. If you like blew them away, they will send you a testimonial just because of it. But most people don't do that. When was the last time that you sat down and wrote an unsolicited testimonial to someone? Probably not too often. And that doesn't mean you didn't like the offer. It doesn't mean you didn't like the product, the person, the coaching, whatever it may be. But I want you to really understand that testimonials don't just fall in your lap in your business. There is a portion of it where you have to go out and you have to ask for them. And so that's the first thing when we're talking about how do I start getting testimonials for my business, for my offer that I want to offer you. And you can do this even with a new product. You have to ask for them. And you're like, Emily, but nobody's gone through my product yet. I've got a solution for you. And this is exactly what I did when I started coaching in my business. 
what you can do for a brand new product is find somebody who you know is your ideal client. Ideally, somebody that you have a little bit of a a relationship with already so that you know that they're not going to ghost you on this, but you give them what you're selling for free or you give them a taste of it for free, but you let them know, hey, I would love to give you free access to X, Y, and Z, whatever it is, in exchange for an honest testimonial. And you do this before you launch so that you can collect a handful of really pointed testimonials to use for your offer. And so like I said, I did this in the beginning of my business as well. I wanted to get started selling my one-on-one coaching, but I was like, okay, I need some proof that this works, that this works for other people. So what can I do? Obviously, I can't give away, well, I could, but it would just take a long time for me to get to the point then where I have a testimonial and could sell. I can't give away a three, six, 12-month coaching package. It's also probably not going to feel super good to me, but I can give away a long-form strategy session that gives a taste of what my coaching provides and in exchange, collect testimonials from the people that I do it with. So that's exactly what I did. I found, I think I did six or seven of them. I found people in my community that I already had a little bit of a relationship with. I knew that they were my ideal client or close. And I said exactly what I just pitched of, hey, can I give you a free session? I think that you are my ideal client for this coaching I'm about to launch. Here's what we would work on. Would you be interested in doing a free session in exchange for a testimonial? And they all said, yes, most people are happy to get free stuff. And so that's how I collected the testimonials that I used to help sell my first round of private coaching, which ended up being an 18K initial launch for my business. So not too shabby. The testimonials can help. So the first thing that you can do is go out and give what you have away for free or a portion of it for free to people who are trustworthy. You think they're trustworthy. They think that you're, they're your ideal client as well and collect testimonials back in exchange. Now, I know what you might be thinking. Emily, I've done this before and people did not give me the testimonials. So let's talk about that because it can be a little tricky if you just say to somebody, hey, I would love a testimonial and that's it and you don't give them any further instructions There's a lot of blanks left for them to fill in on like, what kind of testimonial does she want? How long does she want it to be? What does she want me to focus on? And so when I ask for a testimonial, I always give people guidelines of what I would like it to look like. So some guidelines that I can offer you that you can pull forward, take the ones that feel relevant to the testimonials that you're trying to collect and what your offer is. But first and foremost, I always ask people to quantify results wherever you can. So adding some type of metric or some type of number to the results that they're highlighting is so helpful when readers are reading a testimonial, when someone else is reading a testimonial to have a number quantifying results. Our brains love that. It's so great to have numbers in your testimonials wherever possible. And so if you don't have like the easiest way or the easiest types of products to see that oftentimes are things like income increased by X amount of dollars, but you don't have to be in the business of increasing someone's income to still be able to quantify. We can also think about time. So did this help me cut my content creation time in half? Did this help me clear up my acne in just one month of working together? How can you put some numbers to what you're doing and it doesn't have to be monetary? Of course, those are the easiest ones to look at and be like, oh, wow, that sounds really great on paper. But they're not the only ones. Like I just said, did it help you build 10% more muscle? That would be insane. But just for the sake of the example, build X percentage of muscle in X amount of time. 
Did it help you drop 3% body fat over the course of six months? Like, what is it? How can you quantify it? Numbers just are so tangible and easy for our brain to understand that the more you can work that in, the better. So I always ask people to quantify. And if you don't think your people will know what that means, give them some examples like I just did. And then ask very explicitly for what you want. So are there pieces of the coaching or the program or the offer, whatever it may be that you want them to highlight? That you're like, okay, I really want people to understand that this offer does this. Ask them to highlight that and what their experience was with whatever it is, with X, Y, and Z. Guide them right to it so that they end up giving you a testimonial that's focused around the points that you want to highlight. On those same lines, I always provide either a structure or a prompt. So I either tell them, here's how I'd like you to start the testimonial. It could be something like, my experience working with Emily led me to go from fill in the blanks or fill in the prompt, however you see fit. Usually I'll give people a couple, like thanks to my coaching with Emily, I was able to achieve dot, dot, dot. And then I have them fill in whatever feels best to them. So give them a structure, give them a prompt. You can almost think of this as like Mad Libs for your testimonials, right? So like you're giving them the general framework and then they get to fill in the pieces that feel most relevant to them. This is so helpful in making sure somebody actually sends one back to you because you're telling them exactly what to do and they don't have to pull something out of thin air. Especially if people aren't, if they don't enjoy writing, testimonials can be hard work. They can be tough to send back to someone because you're like, okay, I have to think of a structure. I have to make it sound good. I have to go back and edit it. I got to make sure everything looks nice and sounds nice. It can be a lot of work. So as much as you can take that work off of the plate of whoever you're asking testimonials for testimonials from, the better. We covered telling them how or what to focus on super important. And then one thing that I love to do as well, if it's not already a video testimonial and side note, if it is, I tell them exactly how to film. For example, should it be portrait mode or should it be horizontal? How long do you want it to be? If it's a video, how do you want them to start the video? Should they state their name in it? All these little details that somebody's going to have to sort through, make sure that you are giving them. If it's a video, same thing like we just walked through, if it's a written testimonial. But if it is a written testimonial, I also like to ask permission to use a photo because if we're thinking of like on a sales page, for example, or even in emails, even on your stories, if you're sharing someone's testimonial or a case study on your stories, having their photo there helps to humanize it. And it just gives people that extra piece of trust with you of like, okay, she didn't just make this up. This isn't something that she just wrote herself. This is a real human who was like, yeah, here's my testimonial, use it. And you can even use a picture of me. That goes a long way in building trust and adding to that piece of like proof that this is real and that this works. So I always ask them to send over their favorite photo of themselves as well that they don't mind me using on whatever it may be that I'm going to use it with. So that's the first thing that we can do. Ask for a testimonial. Ask a couple people. Don't just ask one. And don't be afraid to follow up with somebody if you gave them the thing and they haven't sent you a testimonial back. See where they're getting stuck. See how you can make it easier for them. Go ahead and go the extra mile. And if you didn't send a structure in the beginning, send it over and be like, hey, I know that you are still working on your testimonial. I just wanted to send over this structure for you because I thought it might make it easier and collect some back because that's going to be so great to have in your back pocket for your initial launch. Now, there are other things that we can do as well, though. Like I said, in place of having testimonials, because you're not always going to be able to get them. Usually there's a way to do it, but every once in a while, it's not easy to get a testimonial back before your first launch. And you definitely don't have to have them. 
But then we have to think, how else can I answer the question of, how do I know that this works? Well, some of the easiest ways to do this is to point to statistics that back up what we're selling instead. So you're selling usually something that's based around a methodology or it's based around something that's been tested and been proven. So can we pull in statistics that back up what we're selling and make a case for it? So think of things like only 30% of people have results with traditional talk therapy alone. But EMDR has a 90% success rate because of X, Y, and Z. Now, side note, I just 100% made up that example. Those percentages could be completely incorrect and just not right. But we're just looking at structure here, right? So you want to think what statistics back up what I'm selling to my audience. So if I'm selling EMDR and it has a higher success rate, I'm going to look up those statistics and I'm going to cite that in my marketing. That's a great thing to put in your emails. It's a great thing to talk about on social media, make content around. All of this backs up your claim or puts proof to what you're trying to sell and that it works. Another example, and again, these are all made up, but it could be something like strength training is 70% more effective at weight management than cardio alone based on this X, Y, and Z study. It could be something like recommendations as well of like three out of four dentists recommend using fluoride in your toothpaste, right? So that's a statistic put in a three-fourths instead of a percentage, right? But it's a statistic that backs up what it is you're selling. So look for statistics. I highly recommend even if you have testimonials that you do this because this really appeases that logical side of our brain when we're selling. So just a little side note there, I always encourage my clients to find statistics that back up, again, their product and what they're selling their people on. But the last thing that I want to offer you that you can do in place of a testimonial, in place of statistics, or in addition to statistics, is think of what are the famous cases. You could also think of these as like, public knowledge testimonials that back up what it is you are doing. So who is a famous person that has had success leveraging a similar methodology to what you teach or using the same kind of product that you sell or whatever it may be? What are these public knowledge cases that you can point to and say, hey, see, this worked for that person. So chances are it's going to work for you too. If they can do it, you can do it. That type of idea. It's like a testimonial that everybody knows, but you're reminding them of it. And so what are those famous cases that support what you're doing? Now, for example, something could be if you are a manifestation coach. A famous case around that might be, and I apologize if I got any of the details on this wrong here, but I believe I've got this right. But Oprah was able to overcome massive hardship early on in her life and get her role that she coveted in the color purple by using manifestation. If you know Oprah's story, she had a really hard start to life. I believe she was pregnant at 14, really tough. She had just gotten knocked down, knocked down, knocked down, but she was able to become this incredible version that she is today by starting with manifestation. And that started with her role in the color purple. So this stuff works and the better you get at it, the better you get at it. Look at Oprah, for example. Look at how much she's manifested for herself despite starting off in a place of adversity and a very tough place. So what are those famous cases that you can point to to say, see, this stuff works? 
I'm not selling you oil, snake oil. I'm not selling you on air. This is real. This works. People are seeing success with this. In fact, people are seeing massive success with it. People that you are already familiar with, people like so-and-so who have taken what I'm going to teach you in this program and applied it to their life and gotten these crazy results, they are no different than you. They're just a few steps ahead of you. So who are those famous people that are doing what you teach at a large scale and they've seen massive success that you can point to? This works really well in place of testimonials as well because also it's just adding fuel to the fire, adding more proof that what you have is real, what you're selling is real, it works and it gets people results. So those are some options for you to dive into when it comes to selling an offer that doesn't necessarily have testimonials yet. You can, of course, go out and get them, like we said in in point number one. You can use statistics that back up the claim that you are making about what you're selling, that add proof that, hey, this is a real thing. And then, of course, you can go and you can find those famous cases that act as, as public form testimonials for what it is that you are selling. So I hope that this gives you some good ideas of where to start getting proof for your own offer that's coming to market, how to start collecting testimonials if you haven't already, and implementing this into everything you do is just going to make the case stronger and stronger for what you're selling and make people feel even more comfortable to go ahead and make that initial purchase from you. So use this, love this, save this, and happy selling. All right, you guys, as always, I'll see you in the next episode. Have a great one. 